The Force is with you, young Skywalker. But you are not a Jedi yet. To the comic book bullies, we're nerdy's new bully. I'm your host Leroy, aka the Force Unleashed, uh, with my co-host. This is Eli the Hut. Yep, <laughs> and we're back with another episode. And you may see something a little bit differently now, or if you're on uh, iTunes or Spotify, you may not see anything differently. But if you're on YouTube and maybe Twitch, but nobody checks the uh, Twitch channel anyway, you might see something different. You might see our beautiful faces. We have face for podcast or radio, if you will uh yeah so we're trying to expand our branding and see what's going on because i guess youtube was uh acknowledging the the podcast we're doing before is spam so maybe this will be different and maybe expand it from there so until then let's just keep it going keep it going on so yes gomer boogie and with adams you win so uh let's keep going from there so let's just go uh keep it going on so eli what's been what's been going on with you oh i've been busy as hell this whole week got a Read this, watch that, write this, record that. I forgot you're the hardest working man in Outright Geekery now. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm like, yeah, watching movies, do, writing reviews, recording a pod on this, recording a pod on that. Like, basically every other day I was, like, doing something for Outright Geekery. Yeah, I mean, every time yeah. I saw you on stream more than I saw, like, the local news uh, anchor. <laughs> <laughs> Got me inspired with it. I started doing it. I started being on it more time. You know that Saturday? I was on that stream for like three hours straight. Okay. Because, you know, okay, so we did the, the one su- where you were playing the video game? Yeah. So that's one hour and a half. Okay. I went a little bit longer okay. than one or two. But, uh, and then we did a super fun time explosion. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I think we kind of pissed people off because people start leaving when we came on it. I think we kind of dominated the conversation. Yeah. All you want to do is talk about Marvel and shit. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like fuck this i'm out <laughs> uh and then i did the other danger room danger zone i don't know what i'm gonna call it anything like that uh they got some good feedback for it people want me to continue it i don't i don't know i'm I'm kind of stretching myself thin as it is already you know yeah that's what i've been realizing this week i'm like damn i'm like i'm doing all this shit and uh yeah Right, and then we actually oh, have to yeah. do the this podcast. You're like, yeah. oh damn, we we do because you gotta remember we do this once a week, and it's so much shit has happened within this week just as far as recording and things like that. We kind of forgot. Oh yeah, we gotta do a blues podcast. Yeah, so, like, I, and that was pretty easy. That was the easiest one. Yeah, I you mean, because you, you've to, done this book before, you know, <laughs> like yeah. this is easy for you. Yeah, I mean, I was recording. You know, I was doing the geek salves, but then you know, a really a major, you know, we've been waiting for that movie all for like the past couple years. So that was like a huge deal. It finally dropped, and I watched it like twice and wrote a review. Then I was like, okay, this movie's hot right now, so let's get a get our review podcast out. So we had to do that, you know. Then wow, like, can can you tell the listeners and audience and viewers what movie you're talking about? Oh, Blood Quantum. I, I know what you're talking about. I just want to make sure everybody yeah. else knew what you were talking about. So yeah. 
please tell me about it because it's, it's not you eli it's not you that's been on this movie this movie is kind of getting out to like in my movie groups i'm seeing it popping up there i'm like okay is, is eli on or something with this because he's because you've been talking about this forever you know yeah, yeah. but now that it's hit it's kind of like taking off so give us a quick uh rundown of exactly what this movie is it's a zombie movie on the reservation it's a native zombie movie you know <laughs> okay so uh like i you know because geek savs we try to highlight native americans in pop culture and there's hardly ever any in pop culture <laughs> and it usually sucks we've been following this we we know this this director we watched his other movie we heard a, we heard his new movie was a zombie movie we were all excited so we've been following like the making of this film the past couple of years and it finally came out you know it was supposed to come out it was funny because fat t one of the one of the other geek savs on the, our podcast his birthday they were going to have a screening here in Minneapolis on his birthday. And we we're all planning on going. There was, the, there was going to be a Q&A with the director. It was going to be this big fucking thing. And we we're so excited. And Fat T was like, it's on my birthday. He, he couldn't wait. And then the quarantine happened. <laughs> so then everything got canceled. Goddamn you know? COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they ended up putting it out on VOD. It's on Shudder, at least in the U.S., that horror app. Now, was, um, that, was that always the plan to put it on Shudder? Yeah, I remember hearing that Shutter was going to eventually get it after it was supposed to have a theatrical run. Okay. Um, so basically, Shutter, I mean, uh, Blood Quantum is doing pretty much the same thing as like uh, Trolls 2 is doing right now since the is not in fucking go VOD. Yeah, pretty okay. much. So, yeah, so it came out. I watched, I think, Monday. It came out like at mo- on, on midnight on Monday. And I like heard it was out. And I, okay, I went and watched it. <laughs> <laughs> watched that one in the morning and then watched it again the next day and then wrote my review, you know, took my notes and everything on my second viewing, wrote my review. And then that very night, was it that night or the night or the next night? I was like trying to get, Hey, we got to watch, we get it. We should do it. Watch this flick so we can do a review. Cause I wanted to get, you know, it's hot right now. I want to get the trend, you know, it's trending. Let's get our, let's, let's ride the hike. So yeah. So it's like, that's just, yeah. Between Monday and Wednesday, it was all blood quantum shit. Writing reviews, doing the pod. I, I even started doing the YouTube clip shit. I, you know? I, I, like, I, didn't, I didn't click on YouTube, but I did see you were getting out there with those. I was like, okay. You like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, figure, hey, you know, no, you know, for those who are too lazy to click on you know, a podcast app. Because I get that all the time. <laughs> right. I, tried I don't want to listen. <laughs> yeah, I tried listening to your podcast, but it kept getting like interrupted. and blah, blah, blah. I was like, well, download an app. Download Stitcher. Right, Stitcher, Spotify. iTunes, Spotify. Yeah. It's plenty so, of ways to listen to, you know, anything yeah. on Average Geekery. <laughs> so I ended up, yeah, I, I did, I, I took, I basically took like half the episode, threw it on YouTube, been sharing that, and just getting that out there, you know. So that was like one thing. Then I got the, I got the Conan podcast. <laughs> I, I forgot about that. I'll be honest with you, Eli, we just talked about, I, I hadn't caught, caught a season, uh, episode two or three. Yeah, <laughs> I've been busy myself, but I was trying to catch up with it. You know? Yeah, so I was like, "Oh shit, I gotta read a comic. I read a Conan comic, you know." So then I had to do that, <laughs> and then on Fridays I got the Clone Wars Escape Pod, which was you know, so I had to watch that and review that, and you know, and then I jumped on a, a super fun time show with yeah last night or whenever that was. Yeah, you know. we ran everybody off. So yeah, I was on it also. So like I said, we. <laughs> Did a bunch of recording. You did a bunch of stuff. I didn't do as much stuff as you did, but I did no, more than what I normally do. So 
even at this point, I'm like, fuck, I'm exhausted. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, damn. I was like, I, I like wanted to read, I wanted to read and watch a bunch of other shit. I was like, damn, I gotta, I gotta do all this other shit first. <laughs> right. <laughs> but at least now we finally come down. So we actually get into the uh, episode we were talking about. Like I said, now I do want to do a transition. You talked about VOD, about how blood kind of went, went to VOD. Now I want to talk about this specifically without other people interrupting me. Maybe you interrupt me. I don't know if you will. But there's something else going on with VOD right now, and that's with uh, Universal. Now, Universal has a big deal going on right now. Like I said, when the quarantine hit and COVID-19 hit, they just started to say, fuck it. They just started releasing their movies, you know, on iTunes. Whatever they had, they were just releasing it. The Hunt is one of their movies. Uh, I think Invisible Man was also on it. Just released them on iTunes at the time. And then they released Trolls 2, which was supposed to be, at least the other movies they named, came to theaters and then went to VOD. Trolls 2, on the other hand, never had a chance to go to theaters. So instead of them waiting, like they, you know, like what Disney is with Black Widow and Warner Brothers one one, they said, fuck it, we're just gonna put it out there. So they just put on VD and it exploded. It's like a, a huge hit right now. I don't know what the numbers are right now, but it's like doing gangbusters right now for uh for Universal. Well, and the Universal president or CEO, whoever came out, said that since it was so popular. Going forward, they're going to release all their movies in the theaters and VOD same day. Well, that rubbed some people the wrong way. Specifically, AMC. AMC did not like that. AMC specifically said, we are going to boycott you now because if you pull this bullshit, because there's always this uh, unspoken rule, like there's nothing written down, nothing, you know, legal, anything like that. It's like a handshake deal that... If you put a movie in the theaters, you got to wait at least somewhere around a 90-day window before you decide to, you know, do aftermarket like Blu-ray, VOD, things like that. Since United, uh, since Universal pretty much said, fuck that deal, AMC is pretty much like, well, fuck you back. You know, so they pretty much said, we're going to boycott you. So none, we're not playing any of your movies in our theaters from now on. So that's kind of weird. And to back them up regal cinemas came out with the statement now i can't remember if i have regals in mississippi or not or in my, next to my theater i think i do but regal came out with a statement that basically said well we're not gonna boycott like amc did uh we're not gonna play your shit that's all no threat just a promise you know if you do the same vod bullshit you plan on doing then we're not gonna play any of your movies in the theaters right now that's just what it's gonna be so yeah so universal is back in the corner right now so what do they do do they do it and now there's all kind of things on, on the movies going on right now. People are saying, well, the movie theaters are dying. They should do that. No, the movie theaters are not dying. They had $5 billion going in the market last year. Uh, like I said, it is a big thing going on right now with Disney because since there's no movie theaters going on right now, they're losing money, you know, especially with no theme parks and nothing else going on right now. So the movie studios need the theaters because without the theaters, the movie studios won't make the money. Like I said, I said it on... Uh, super fun time explosion show that when fast and the furious comes out next in 2021 they're not going to make a billion dollars on itunes it's not going to happen they need the theaters to get their money there so i have a feeling that universal is going to back down and reverse this policy they have going right now yes i understand they're doing the policy right now because that's the only way they can get money but they they can't afford to piss off the theater because if if AMC jumped on the bandwagon and Regal jumped on the bandwagon, you're gonna get more trickling down and putting pressure on Universal to change their policy. Because notice nobody is on the other side backing up Universal. Disney's shutting the fuck up. Sony, Paramount, all these other people like that because they don't want to piss off theaters. Disney definitely want to piss off the theaters because if they piss off the theater, that's how they get their money. You know, uh, Black Widow's guaranteed five hundred million, and, and the people keep saying the theaters are hurting. 
Bad Boys 3 did 400 million in January. They're not going to do that on VOD. So yeah. it's, it's, they need it. So personally, I think by the end of the year, Universal is going to reverse their policy. It's not going to be something to stand because they need the theaters. Theaters aren't dying. Uh, the studios need them. Otherwise, the studios will die. So that's my yeah. thing. Uh, and movie theaters, yeah. movie theaters ain't going anywhere. Alamo Draft House right. has proven that people will go and watch old ass movies in the theater. Right, because people want that theater experience. Now, I, I yeah. know there's a bunch of people saying, "Why should I go to the theaters? Because I have an 85 inch TV and I have a, a blah 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 acoustic surround sound with speakers in every ceiling." I don't have that shit. You know, look around. Yeah. Yeah, I'm filming this shit in my, in my apartment right now. I don't have any yeah. of that shit. So when I go to the theaters, I get a theater experience. I get a movie experience. Imagine watching Endgame on, on, on your TV at home. Yeah, it sucks. It would suck, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you need that theater experience. Yes, yes, the popcorn is super high. Yes, there's somebody smoking weed in the front row of you that you got to smell. But at the same time, you get that theater experience where you get this crowd rock concert feel you get this huge screen with the surround sound it's a date night you know uh you might want to hey you might want to talk to a girl you want to go to a movie like that it's a it's a fun experience so you can't do everything at home people are already freaking out right now about the quarantine now they want to get out the house they want to get the house now you want to take one less thing away you can get it from the house you know yeah. you can go out to the movies have a, a date night and stuff like that so People don't know what the fuck they want. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I heard, I, I heard, like, yeah, like I said, back to Alamo Draft House, they're yeah. the Ninja Turtles cereal party at, at like twelve in the morning on on a Saturday. You know, right. <laughs> like, <laughs> doesn't that sound cool? Go to the movie theater and watch Ninja Turtles and eat cereal. Yeah, and, so, and you get that shit. I don't get that shit here. But if we did, say yeah. if they dropped Terminator Two in the theater next yeah. week, I'd go see that shit. There's a bunch of, yeah. I mean, even AMC was doing retro screen. The last movie I saw in the theater was The Color Purple 30th Anniversary at the AMC. <laughs> okay. I know. I, last... That's why I made that post. You like The Color Purple. I started to make a, a smart-ass post. Like, you know they made movies after 1985. You know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I was like, that was the last movie I saw in the theater because then, like, a, a couple weeks later was the quarantine. And I never, I never, I didn't see anything else after that. <laughs> Oh man, that's so, wild. Yeah. Oh, I was trying to think. Should we jump to the video game news or should we uh let's do it. Let's jump to video game sure. news. Uh yeah, okay. So video game news, we're gonna jump into it because this is actually some interesting shit that happened. Uh Eli, are you excited for Unch not Uncharted? The Last of Us Two. No. Okay. You're not alone. <laughs> <laughs> uh because even though it was one of the most anticipated games of this generation, which some people think it won't even come out this generation, it might come out the uh, you know, uh, PS5, something like that. Well, some pissed off employee or somebody that may not even work for Naughty Dog, the company that makes The Last of Us 2, leaked the story. And oh, really? yeah, just leak the whole story. Just don't give a fuck. Just leak videos of the story, not even just pictures of it. Like he leaked videos of it. And apparently, like major characters die. Uh, a major character that you didn't know turns out to be gay. And everybody's just fucking pissed. Now people are boycotting, wanna. And then there's also news about how Naughty Dog, you know, treats their employees. They're getting underpaid, they're getting overworked, things like that. So people are just getting pissed off on the game. It's not even out yet. So it's like one of those controversial SJW type deals that's going on right now. So weird shit. Um, my thing is everybody need to calm the fuck down. Why are you getting pissed off on a game that hadn't even came out yet? Two, if you're excited for the game, why are you spoiling the game for yourself? Like if a, if a movie that I'm anticipating to come out or a TV show I'm anticipating to come out and a spoiler leaked, 
I'm not going to watch it or know about it. I mean, even with this last was thing, I didn't watch it myself because I, I don't want to know what's going on. But these guys yeah. just run out there and just spoiling the shit for themselves. Like, what? What are you doing? Yeah. You know, like like Gomer just ooh, check it out, and then shares it on everything. <laughs> right. <laughs> now the thing about Gomer, he didn't really give a shit about this. So so spoilers for him for a movie he didn't give a shit about. That's one thing. But you got people actually that were excited to see this shit when I had the way to see this shit and I spoil themselves for the for the uh thing and now they don't want to even play the game anymore like okay so you spoil yourself because you saw five to ten minutes of uh experience that's probably gonna be like 20 hours really that's what you're getting pissed off about so I know people are weird uh and some some heartbreaking news that really hit my heart Eli news that I was dreading that it finally came to fruition uh Evo 2020 has been canceled well yeah of course i know i was i was scared it was gonna happen i was hoping it wouldn't but it did for those that don't know what evo is you obviously don't listen to this podcast because <laughs> all the fuck i do is talk about evo in here evo is like the nerd super bowl It's basically they go to vegas uh they got a whole bunch of fighting games street fighter 5 marvel's capcom soul caliber tekken mortal kombat what the fuck ever and they pretty much just have this big contest and whoever wins the prize get like a million dollars and shit like that whatever was on ESPN a while ago, not on ESPN anymore, I guess contracts canceled. But it's like a huge fucking deal as far as like fighting game tournaments. Um uh, since this corona check came in, which I haven't got yet, but I was hoping it'd come in soon. I was fucking gonna go to Vegas. <laughs> you know, maybe go to Evo one time and maybe compete and get my ass whooped. You know, maybe do a money match on the side, you know. Uh, but can't do that now because it's been canceled. So that hurts my heart. Uh, that's one thing I'm more excited for than anything else. I'm more excited for that than uh, Comic Con or E3 or anything like that. That's the shit that I, I sit there and we'll stream that shit all day and then bore the fuck out of Eli talking about this shit. But can't do that this year. So, Eli, you're safe. Oh, uh, well, thank you. That's it, Bitch Game News. Shit, I guess we filibusting up. Can we Can we jump into it? Uh, sure. Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, it wasn't a whole lot of topics because there's nothing going on. So this is all we have. So for those who know what's going on, this is, uh, ooh, I don't know if we can say this. May the 4th. Today is May the 4th. But legal- May 4th. May 4th. <laughs> May 4th. Because we can't say, we can't say it. Legally, we can't say it. <laughs> that should have been another uh, topic. Let's talk about the topic real quick. Okay, so... Uh, for those that don't know what's going on, May the 4th is a Star Wars celebration. If you're a Star Wars fan, you pretty much set about anything you do. And you, uh, you know, you celebrate Star Wars. Also, Eli, I don't know if you have Disney Plus, but I think Rise of Skywalker hit Disney Plus. Yeah. So Di- Disney Plus the- has all of the Star Wars movies in 4K. So mm-hmm. I don't have Disney Plus, but I would. And if I was off that day, I would just, fuck it, just stream uh, Star Wars all, all the day. You know, all day. Also, they're they're doing the series finale of the Clone Wars on uh, tomorrow. Oh, oh May the so they t- they timed this shit perfectly, huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because the the the, the episode eleven uh, Clone Wars came out on Friday, but since May the fourth, they're they're doing the season finale on May the fourth. So it was cool because the last episode was awesome and it ended on a really cool cliffhanger, and I don't got to wait a week. So I get I, I, it's on tomorrow. It might be on tonight. After okay. This. Eli, are, are you going? Are you planning to marathon all Star Wars movies? Uh, probably not. I, mean, uh, I, I haven't really done that in a while. I haven't. I just you know, do I, that I, all the time. I'm always watching Star Wars. That's the thing. I mean, okay, so you so you don't have to sit apart a time to do it. Here. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> 
I got to start reading that fucking Kingdom Come is what I got to do. Yeah, we, when this podcast ends, we're going to immediately start reading Kingdom Come so we can have this shit ready for next week. I'm not doing any of the podcasts. Or... Yeah. yeah, get my notebooks. I'm going to go to the library and shit. Oh, I'm going to like download like online courses and shit, you know, <laughs> that are broken down that comic. Yeah. Like, this is what they really meant in this one. Like, this, yeah, is, like, we this should, is a fucking college course. We should charge people to listen to the next episode. Right. <laughs> Do a TED talk, you know. Guys are gonna get educated, <laughs> right? <laughs> but that's that's why we're gonna do this one right now because this is some fun shit before we start to get into like some real homework and shit, you know, before we yeah. go into it. But like I said, May the Fourth legally we can't say it because Disney put out a tweet saying that uh, anybody uses that term, uh, they own it. So technically, if we say it, they own this podcast. So. <laughs> Disney owns us anyway. It's just they, it's what it is. They could pay us, yeah. They're not gonna pay us shit. <laughs> it's gonna just take our shit. You know, we'll take this podcast. Thank you. I'll be stuck doing podcasts with Raymond from now on. <laughs> oh shit! But yeah, the the story we're going to do today is uh, I got I got I know you I know Eli, you got to set this up, but I'm gonna set up one thing about this. The story we're gonna do is uh called Vader Down. Now, this is from the Star Wars run when when Star Wars was first initially purchased around that time, uh, you know, back in like 2015. And this was like, I think this was before The Force Awakens, wasn't it? It was before The Force Awakens, yes. Yeah, so it was before The Force Awakens. Uh, this was from the run. And here's the thing about it. The run is just from uh, actually two stories. It's a crossover event from the Star Wars run and the Darth Vader runs going at the same time. And fun fact. The Star Wars number the the first issue of the Star Wars run, Star Wars number one, is the highest selling issue of last decade of any comic. It was uh, it's so it's the only comic to have sold a million copies. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I remember my comic shot did a midnight release, and I, I even I bought a bunch of the variants and shit. Yeah, it it was it was insane. I did, I didn't I don't know what I was doing around at the time or something like that. I don't think I was recording a podcast or anything. But yeah, I didn't know how big that comic was. But apparently, it was huge. This was 2015. Marvel put some serious money behind this because, like I said, this was the first time Disney. Uh, you know, Marvel was doing Star Wars comic because you know Star. You know, Marvel was doing Star Wars comic before anybody was doing them. They went away, then they came back. It was like a you know the Prodigal Son coming back. You know, uh, yeah. comic was huge. Uh, so now this is a crossover event with that one and you know and it's it's insane so eli i'm gonna just let you set up some backstory about this story exactly you know leading up to the actual story of the crossover so yeah so this was considered the new canon so all the stuff that dark horse had did and all those novels they all of a sudden became legends (laughs) and this was the new canon um which I didn't mind. I don't give a shit. Whatever the fuck. So, uh, so yeah, Star Wars, the Star Wars comic, it took place right after the first movie. Oh, or not, not the first movie. I got to remember what decade I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> My first movie, which would be A New Hope. Right. Technically the fourth movie, but yeah, whatever. Technically. Technically yeah. the fourth movie, but the first Star Wars movie ever made, yeah. which was A New Hope. It takes place immediately after that. The Rebels blew up the Death Star. Luke is a big hero. So is Han. They're all, you know, you know, they're all part of the rebellion now. Vader. Also, yeah, there was the Vader comic. So they were kind of coinciding with each other. You know, they kind of, yeah, they were, they were, they were tie-ins. You know, you read, you read Star Wars and Vader at the same time. You got like, you know, it filled in bits and parts, parts of the stories, you know, better than any Marvel event, you know. 
So basically what was happening is, yes, the rebels had to, had to flee Yavin because, you know, the Empire knew where they, they were. They knew where they were, so, right, yeah. So, they had to, so they're basically searching. It's before they got to Hoth. They're searching out new bases. And Vader, he's searching for Luke. He doesn't know who Luke is. But because the Death Star got blown up, they're and looking Vader, for him, and they know he did it. Yeah, Vader, Vader was the sole survivor of the Death Star massacre or whatever. The Emperor's pissed at him, so he basically demotes Vader and sends you know stations him way the hell out in the outer rims, gives him this cruddy job because like, hey, you you let our biggest weapon ever get destroyed by these little piss ants. Like, how could you? Um, you know, he starts, the emperor even starts looking for other apprentices. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, yeah. So Vader's kind of like in, 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 you know, in the doghouse with the emperor. So he ends up, up trying to fight. So in secret, he's searching for the, the, the boy that blew up the death star. And so throughout the Vader comic, he is doing investigations. He finds, he hires Boba Fett. To, to find out where this, he, they trace him to Tatooine, that he grew up on Tatooine. And he's got, you know, that's, we first meet Dr. Afra. She's like this Indiana Jones, like outlaw archaeologist. She kind of, you know, she does like shady criminal dealings and shit. He hires her to like track Luke down and all that stuff to find out who this person was who blew up the Death Star. And slowly throughout the, the series, he starts getting information. He finds out that the guy's name was Skywalker. Then he figures out, oh shit, that's my son. All you know, it's so it's all this, you know, him realizing who Luke is. So prior to this, um, there was this whole deal. There was this thing with uh, where Afra he hired Afra to rob a starship. So yeah, that was that was the storyline that was going on is, you know, because Vader's doing shit in secret. He's doing shit under the table so the Emperor and, like, the Imperials don't know what he's doing. So he's got Afra kind of hiring bounty hunters to rob this um, Imperial starship of its credit so he can fund this their missions. And the Empire starts investigating. And so, like, the, the, the story leading up to this, there was this one general, this one, like, uh, uh, not inquisitor, what was he called? Adjudicator or something like that. He was investigating the robbery of this starship. And he's basically finding out that this was an inside job and basically coming on to Vader. Like, I, I, you know, finding out that something's not right, that somebody from the Empire was in charge of this robbery. And he's kind of tracing it back to Vader. And Vader's going around killing you know, like in Goodfellas, Jimmy killing everybody who did the Latanza ice. That's what Vader's doing. Like killing everybody who was, who was involved. He almost ends up killing Afra because he knows the Empire is going to eventually find her. So he, he almost ends up killing her, but she's like, I know where the boy is. I know where Luke Skywalker is. And she's like, I will tell you. And he lets her go and he tells her he's on, what's Vegas, the planet called? V- Vagris Voss. Vagris Voss, yeah. Vagris, he's like, he's yeah. on that planet. So now, okay. keep in mind, Vegas Vaz, when we talk about the story, Vegas Vaz is a big focal point of the story we're about to talk about. So, yeah. Yeah. 
That's the plan. So that's basically right before the events of Vader down. So Vader decides to go to Vagris Voss to track down Luke. You know, and Vagris Voss is supposed to be like this desolate planet, like this desolate, like uninhabited planet. So he thinks that, that Luke is there all by himself. So that's where we are. That's where the story uh, starts. Okay. All right. So now you got set up where we're going. Now we're going to finish the story. This is actually the beginning of Vader down. So Vader is headed to Vagris Voss also getting ready to look for Luke. <clears throat> but when he gets to the planet, it's not just Luke. It's three squadrons of the rebel fleet waiting for him. So he gets there. He like, oh, shit. So I guess I'm going to fight. Uh, the yellow squadron runs at him, starts shooting at him. But Vader is, like I said, if you watch the prequels, <laughs> you know, Anakin's one of the best squad fighters that have ever existed. So is Vader. Vader wipes the floor with these guys. They're shooting torpedoes and shit like that. Even the ones he can't dodge, he force controls them and throws them back at the ships and blows them up. So like that. They can't do shit with Vader uh after he kills out the yellow squadron i think the blue squadron he like destroys them then of course the red squadron is after him also so the red squadron goes after him he's fighting them off and then uh red five if you know who red five is if you watch your star if you know your star wars lore red five is luke skywalker red five is sitting there looking at him just like they then they don't know who's in the ship like they don't know yeah. vader is in that ship they just know somebody's just wiping the floor with them and it's like you know i'm gonna take this guy out so red five five is just uh gunning right at him vader is shooting at red five and missing him he was like oh i finally found somebody worth killing because he doesn't know who red five is so uh red five's going right at him and you know the comms and like red five you're going too hot your speed is too hot and he's like r2 cut the comms off i don't want to hear this shit and then they ran right into each other bam red five runs into vader's ship and they both fall down to, uh, to the surface floor of Vagris Vaz. And then, matter of fact, right before uh, Luke hits him, Luke tells them, that's Vader. That's Vader on his ship. Because he can, he can force feel him. He can feel that yeah. Vader's on his ship. And, and they're like, Va oh, shit. Vader, just, Vader, yeah. Vader can sense that it's Luke. He's like, oh, shit. This is that kid that blew up the Death Star. This is him. Right. They so, sense each other. Yeah. yeah. And matter of fact, even when they're going down, uh, Vader's just like, okay, well, shit, I'm going down. But if that kid is as strong with the force as I think he is or he's supposed to be, he's not going to die either. So they yeah. both, you know, uh, spiral down to the surface floor of Vader's Vaz. And then the Red Squadron is the only one left just like, Vader down, Vader down. So that's why the story is called Vader down. <laughs> uh so basically the story is about that vader is stranded on some desert planet surrounded by the rebel fleet that's the story you know and no and and nobody knows he's there like the empire doesn't know what he's doing right so he's on his own he's on his own <laughs> the entire rebel fleet knows he's there because he because vegas Vaz is not a deserted planet it's actually a rebel base yeah that's their secret base that's their secret they, base he didn't know that so yeah. they keep saying Before, before, before right before hop yeah. they could they keep hopping from planet to planet before they get the hop in empire this is where their base yeah. is now or at least one of their bases so yeah. vader's on the ground uh luke's on the ground and they they so the base of vagris Vaz is like oh vader's down okay we need to go and make sure that that ship has been destroyed and if it hadn't been destroyed we need to make sure vader is destroyed with them so the entire planet of vagris Vaz you know, circulates on that one spot where Vader is supposed to have been crashed at. Man, if, and they sent a word to everybody in the Rebel fleet, including uh, Princess Leia. You know, Princess Leia saying that, uh, oh shit, yeah, so Vader's down in Vagris Vaz, and y'all sent the entire planet to go down and kill him? Yeah, that's not enough. 
we need to send more people <laughs> down in to make sure that Vader is them one fall. Because if we take out Vader, that's pretty much a fuck you to the Emperor. If that's his number one attack dog. So we need to make sure he's done. Uh, and matter of fact, I'm going to send a fleet down there myself. That's what Leia says. Leia says, I'm going to send a fleet down there myself to specifically take him out. And Han's with her. And Han, Han Solo, you know. Han Solo is just basically like, wait a minute. Uh, don't you understand what's going on, Leia? Okay, so if Vader went to Vegas Vaz, you know who else is down there, right? Luke. Luke told us earlier he was going to go down to Vegas Vaz also. So obviously, Vader is after him. And Leia's like, yeah, I know that, but I don't have time to worry about that. This is Vader. This is Darth Vader, the most evil motherfucker on the planet. And on top of that, he killed my planet, killed my entire family, everybody I know and everybody I love. So I want to make sure I'm personally there to see this bastard burn. They're like, what about Luke? What about him? They're like, like wow. Okay. Well, since you're going to do what you're going to do, uh, I'm going to take uh, Chewie. I'm going to take the Falcon and I'm going to rescue Luke. Can I at least get a speeder? Nope. <laughs> Because any, anything I give you is what I can't use to take Vader. She was like, and Hans is looking at Leia like, I did not know you were this cold-blooded. But basically, Leia is so focused with vengeance. She's like blind to everything. She's like, I need to make sure Vader is done. Matter of fact, even when she gets down to the planet, they're just like, like okay, uh, Leia, you can just stay on the, you know, just stay on the ship. And you just quarterback us from the field. Like, nope, give me a helmet. I'm going to the field myself. You know, that's the whole shit going on right now. So anyway... We get down to the planet, and Vader, and no, they they see the they see the destroy ship. You know, they zoom in with the binoculars like that. They see the destroy ship. They're like, okay, we see the destroy ship. There's no way Vader survived that. Then Vader walk out of it. He's just standing right there. And then the entire company of Vader's Vaz is surrounding him. Like Vader, we got you surrounded. And here's the epic line. Now, Eli, I didn't know this was in this book. <laughs> But this was some iconic <laughs> shit that's about to happen right now. So the entire planet is surrounding Vader, telling him he's surrounded. All Vader does is pull out his lightsaber. He's like, only thing I'm surrounded by is fear and dead men. I was like, oh, shit, that's the most awesome shit ever. That was a scan that just went viral for a while right there. So yeah. we go to the next page. I mean, the next issue. Now, meanwhile. Okay, meanwhile, yeah. Meanwhile, we got Dr. Afra. Oh, yeah, she's yeah. Out, she's, she's in orbit. So prior to this, she told Vader where Luke was on Vader's Voss. But when Vader got there and saw this whole squadron of rebels there, he's like, you set me up. Right. I'm going to get you for this. So now Afra, she's like, oh, shit, I just pissed off Vader. Maybe we should go help him. <laughs> right. Like if, if we get Luke before he gets Luke, it make us look like, OK, we didn't fuck you over. And he he yeah. might not kill us. <laughs> And of course, he's got. She's got, you know, Doctor Afra. She's got these murder droids, uh, BT and Triple Zero. Mm -hmm. They're basically like killer R two D two and yeah, basically the bizarre totally versions Ill. of them. Yeah, yeah, they're totally ill. They're assassin droids. They're awesome. Okay, I want to talk about <laughs> Doctor Afra for a second. I know you okay. brought up before. This is my first book, and this is my first interaction with her. Ever. I, I didn't even know what she looked like. Okay, yeah. So this is the first book I've ever even because I've heard you guys talk about it before, but I, I get it now. I get it why she's the, like this breakout character, you know, yeah. just look, just even just even if I don't know anything about it, just her look, her character. Like you can see she's a a, a breakout star like this is a hit they have on their hands right now. Yeah, uh, she's basically yeah. A, a female, a cooler female version of Han Solo. That's what I was about to say. And that's actually Indiana what Jones, Han Solo. And that's, and that's kind of where we're going with this. So we got Dr. Afro, evil version of Han Solo. Uh, triple Zero, evil version of um, 
C-3PO, uh, B-2-1, Evil version R2-D. So you basically have a, like a Bizarro Injustice League version of, you know, your favorite Star Wars characters. That's basically, the, you know, the, the villains of the story, you know, yeah. which I thought were pretty interesting also. Um, where else we going with this? So, yeah, so like I said, Luke is, is safe for the time being. Uh, Luke is like, well, if I survive this, I know Vader survived this. And he just hear the screamings and the destruction and shit like that. So he just know Vader just fucking these dudes up. He's like, yep, that's Vader. So since he's over there, I'm going to go this way. So he goes this way and he goes into the, because uh, apparently the reason he's here is because there's a Jedi temple there. Uh, Eli, you got to st- tell the story about Obi-Wan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you could, he had his Obi-Wan's journal. And that's why he came to Vegas Voss to find out more about, you know, to learn how to become a Jedi. So he goes into this Jedi temple, uh, abandoned, it's been destroyed and shit like that. You know, it was wiped out by uh, Order 66 or whatever you want to call it. And that, and that was one of the reasons why Vader got Afro because she was an archaeologist and she he knew that Luke was searching for Jedi artifacts. You know. Gotcha. Okay. That's why yeah. okay, she's looking for that. So he goes into there uh, and he hears Obi-Wan's voice. Obi, Luke, you're not ready. You're in the wrong spot. You know, like, where, what do I need to do to get ready? You know, anyway, that's that's Luke's story right there. So, uh, but while he's there, he sees, because he's with R2-D2 the whole time. So when he's there at the Jedi Temple, he sees C-3PO. He, hey, C-3PO, what's going on with you? And then C-3PO actually shocks him and knocks him out because R2-D2 was trying to beep, 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 tell him that's not C-3PO. Apparently, it was Triple Zero, you know, Dr. Aphra's evil murder droid uh disguised the c3 because he looks just like c3p he just changed the co- coating of his paint so yeah she painted him she painted him gold and shit too. right she painted him gold <laughs> and shit like that so they they take like so that's why afra and her evil killer droids take luke they were like okay if we can give luke to vader he won't kill us on the way to take him to vader that's when uh they get ambushed by han solo so han solo finally got there like he he heard all the fighting like that he he realized where they were He's got a sniper rifle, and has Stahan ever used a sniper rifle before? I don't remember him being trained as a sniper. <laughs> I know he was. In I don't the, know. He was an Imperial, whatever. Okay. It was that funny scene where where Afra's on her ship and she's kind of like trying to get intel on yeah, who she's up against. I forgot about and that. She one. sees like she sees like the four of them. She sees Luke, Han, Leia, the droids, and but she doesn't see Chewbacca, and that ha- that. Kind of leads up to this next scene here, right? But it was funny when she saw Han Solo. They were like, "These are the uh, because we're looking for Luke Skywalker, and these are his friends." And then she sees Han Solo. She's like, "Ooh, what do we have here? Like, is he dangerous, Mistress? Oh, I've never met him before. <laughs> I'm just looking at his picture. So obviously, she gets, it's Harrison Ford in the '80s. What you expect? You know? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Han Solo got the drop on him. You know, got a sniper pointed at him. After say, "Oh, you're Han Solo. Yeah, you suck. I see why they got so many bounty hunters on. I mean, so many bounties on your head right now because if you were." Half as good as they said you were, you would have shot us already. But since you're going to give us a warning shot, you just obviously you lost your, uh, you know, element of surprise. So if you do shoot me, my killer droid here is going to kill the boy instantly before I even hit the ground. Uh, and matter of fact, and then uh, the triple zero is just like, hold up, where's his friend? Where's his buddy? What what is a a one one a one ton? And then you turn around and it's Chewbacca half flank them and he rips off uh triple zero's arm They're like, oh yeah the wookie and not only does chewie rips off his arm he beats him with his own arm <laughs> and <Yeah. laughs> and and triple zero's like whole time okay this just disrespectful man it's one thing to rip my arm off it's another reason this beat me with it so then he's like so out of his middle finger in the other arm that he does have uh he stabs chewie 
and he injects him with a, a Mandalorian, like 500 milligrams of Mandalorian Zena bricks. Poison. It's like, a, like a poison, yeah. It's a poison. Fucked up poison. Takes Chewie out. Chewie's like dizzy, lightheaded. He's looking at Triple Zero. He sees three of them, so he know okay, he's out of it. And Triple Zero just standing up and like, yeah, Wookie. The shit was funny a second ago. You beat me on arm, wasn't it? Let's see how funny this shit's gonna be now. And before he can do anything, he gets his other arm chopped off by Luke Skywalker, <laughs> yeah. who wakes up because you know he's got the uh, lightsaber shit like that. Uh, so. Basically, they do all that. Han Solo and Afra get into a one-on-one, you know, shootout and shit like that. And they both shoot each other with, like, wasp, you know, worm wasp and shit like that. Anyway, wasp nest. They they, they make each other get hit with a wasp nest, anything like that. Basically kind of showing the contrast between it that they're kind of, like, on par for each other, like, match for match with each other, you know. Yeah. Um, So basically, basically Afra, you know, they, they got beat, so they run off, you know. Um, but while that's going on, that's when we go back to Leia and Leia is just like, okay, look, I'm going to leave the ground troops myself to make sure this bastard Vader burns. I want to make sure Vader goes down. So while she's looking for Vader, she's got two, you know, backup guys with her. Let's call them red shirts. <laughs> you know, with Star Trek, I know what a red shirt is. Anyway, the two guys behind her get force choked immediately. She's like, oh shit, what the fuck happened? They're dead, gone. And then she turns around and it's Darth Vader staring right over here like, hello, princess. How you doing? They're like, oh, shit. So Leia's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm fucked, you know. But be, but so she's like, even if you do kill me, the, what I stand for is immortal or some shit like that. You know, she's trying to make some big Captain America speech or some shit. Uh, Vader's like, oh, if I wanted to kill you, I would have. I'm not going to make it that easy. But he gets distracted because I think being on this Jedi planet, it, it, it fucks with his head. Because all the like the Jedi ghosts like talking to him and distracting shit like this. So he gets distracted just enough for Leia to run off. And Vader's like, you know what? I'm gonna let her run. I'm gonna let her get away. Because all she's gonna do is track down Luke for me. And when she tracks him down, I'm gonna just go get him. So I'm gonna let her do all the hard work for me. So she finally gets away. She gets to a certain spot. She finds C3PO, uh, the real C3PO, because she came with him. And she tells C3PO, C3PO, I need you to find Luke, go to him, and get away from this spot right here. Uh, and then she radios to the entire rebel fleet that anybody that can listen. She like, look, I got Vader on my heels right now. He's about to find out where I am right now. So when I give you the signal, I want you to bomb this shit out of this area right now. Like the entire and yeah, she, yeah and don't leave a single. She's, she's willing to die. She was yeah, like, she's basically suicide at this point. Like if if it kills yeah. Vader, she didn't care what happened to her. And C three was just like, hold up, if bomb the entire area, I mean that's certain death. She's like, yes, uh, hopefully for for Vader also. So that's why I need you to get the fuck out of here. Get Luke, get him out of here because I'm going to see this all the way through. I'm going to make sure Vader doesn't leave this planet alive. That's basically what, what uh, Leia's like. So while they're doing that, um, so Han rescues Luke. Chewie's still fucked up, but they're, they're saying that they're trying to put some, you know, give him the antidote. Uh, but then Leia's just like, no, no. And they they hear like the, the radio message that she gave the other rebels to like bomb this at the place. They hear it on the Millennium Falcon. So Luke is just like, wait a minute, Leia's crazy as fuck. She's suicidal. I mean, if she does that, and Han's like, yes, I know that. I had to rescue your ass first. I'm gonna get her next. I'm, I'm saving one friend at a time. So let's get a Millennium Falcon. Let's go get it. Why? Before they can get there, 
Is that where he says uh, it's Rescue My Friends Day or something? Yeah, Rescue like My that. Friends Day or something like that. Which I like Han, because Han used to always be for himself in the other ones. But in this book, he's like the most yeah. altruistic character in the book. So I kind of like that. So when they get ready to fly off in the Millennium Factory to go rescue Leia before she does something stupid and, and kill herself, they get smashed in the back by uh, another ship. I'm like, oh, shit. And this was Alpha's other bounty hunter friend that she had called in for backup. And this yeah. is Black Kristen. I'm gonna say the whole thing. Cranston, Cranston, that's it. Black, Black Cranston. I used to call him Black Cranston for like years until it's it's Cranston or Cranston or something. Cranston. Oh, I just kind of Cranston. Okay, so Cranston. <laughs> let's call him that. It's kind of hard to say what it was. So anyway, Black Cranston is an evil Wookie, evil bounty honey Wookie, basically like the Bane version of Chewbacca. You know, uh, you think darkness is our ally? You know, so. He he just roars and shit like that also, but he tears a hole through the Millennium Falcon. Uh, Han sees him. He was like, look, I don't have Jabba's money. This is not the time for this black uh, Chris Anston. And he, uh, oh, oh, you're not here for me? Okay, cool. And then he grabs Luke. He's like, wait, what, what the fuck are you doing? So, Because he's not here for Han. He's here for Luke because he's he's on orders from Alpha because Alpha said he was going to pay him. So yeah. he takes Luke. Alpha, uh, Alpha actually owes a lot of money to Chris Anston. And Chris Anston, like, always will do show up, do a job with her, and then ditch her. Like, now, it's funny. It's, really, it's yeah. actually funny. Now, let me ask, is this like, his first time up. showing up in this book? Or has he no, been, no, he's been he's popping been, up? Okay. He, he's been around before. He was, like, working with Boba Fett earlier on, too, in the series. But he's like, yeah, because, but Afra's in debt, owes a bunch of money to Chris Anston. And so he always, so he's always, like, reluctantly helping her you know because she keeps saying well i'll pay you i'll pay you this time and then she <laughs> <laughs> and then he ends up ditching her and shit well i got my money later and she like what the hell <laughs> it's actually pretty funny yeah <laughs> okay so we got black cranston uh krasanskin whatever you want to call him he's about to take uh luke away and that's when chewbacca wakes up he's like uh-uh you're not taking him so chewbacca rushes black cranston but since he still hadn't recovered from that uh from that minute meta, meta uh mandalorian poison whatever like that he's at half speed and black chrysanthemum just wipes the floor with that just beating the shit out of chewbacca just it's just you know it's, it's nothing while that's going on uh, like i said uh c-3po was on his way to find you know luke han and all stuff like that but he actually <laughs> run into triple zero uh and bt he's like oh hey how are you guys and because like i said triple zero had got his arms ripped off so he blasts the shit out of c-3po and takes his arms he's like hey this <laughs> he shit fits C3PO's like a glove <laughs> i thought that was funny as I, I thought it was funny as hell you know so he's like, walking around with his oh arms my. and shit you know oh my he's like <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was say this, this was funny, but it was funnier than I would expect a lot of Star Wars, Star Wars shit to read. But anyway, um, yeah. So like I said, Blanker's Anson just beating the fuck out of everybody, uh, and R two D two finally gets there, and while he's beating the fuck out of everybody else, Han Solo is like, R two, did you ever actually shoot Chewbacca with the with the antidote? He like, beep beep beep. Basically saying like, nah, I didn't. Well, might you want to do that? You know, because Black Chrysanthemum is standing over him with like a big ass rock about to smash his skull with, you know, with this huge boulder. So R2 shoots the arrow like from across the, you know, across the room, wherever they are, into Chewbacca in the back of Chewbacca. So Chewbacca gets like this instant adrenaline shot. You can just see like, he gets all Bane and shit like that. Punches through the boulder into Black Chrysanthemum's face <laughs> and then starts beating the shit out of him. <laughs> but 
Black Chris Anson has a trick up his league because he pulls out a brass knuckle and then starts beating the shit back out of Chewbacca. So Chewbacca is out, done for the rest of the rest of the book. Um, uh, while that's going on, okay. So while that's going on, let's go back to Princess Leia. Eventually, Darth Vader does catch back up with her, and she's just like, "Princess, you you disappointed me. I thought you were gonna bring me the boy. You hadn't brought me the boy yet." And and Leia's just like, "Fuck it," and she clicks the button. So when she clicks the button, that's the signal. I want everybody to bomb the shit at this area, and 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 his thing is while while they're getting the shit beat out of him, Luke is on foot trying to stop Leia, you know, from getting killed. But yeah. since she already pressed the button, they're gonna do a bomb run. They're just gonna bomb the shit at the area. But before they can bomb the area, the the rebels get killed by another Imperial fleet. Yeah. Yeah. So Leia's just like, and Leia sees Imperial fleet. She's like, oh fuck. So the bomber run didn't work. The Imperial fleet has come. So basically I'm done. And, and basically tells Vader like, okay, yeah, you got me. I'm done. But guess what? The rebel fleet will live on. And Vader's like, oh yeah, those aren't my guys. So it's not his guys. Apparently it's, uh, one of those weird. Mon, yeah, Commander Carbon. He now I forgot to tell you this. Yep. So Commander Carbon, the like I remember I said Vader got demoted after the Death Star was blown up, and he's basically looking for new apprentices to replace Vader. And he gets um, what was his name? Silo. There's a scientist named Silo who's been making, who basically designed Vader's suit. You know, his robotic suit, and he's been uh, basically making a bunch of General Grievous type droids. A bunch of like cyber enhanced people who can wield lightsabers and shit. Like basically Jedi robots. And, and there's this one called Commander Carbon. He's basically General Grievous with a Mon Calamari head. Like the Mon Calamari race is a. It's a trap. Right. Uh, yeah. What's his name? Uh, uh, Admiral Akbar. Akbar. Yeah. That's yeah. his race of aliens. That's his race. Mon Calamari. So it's basically him with, with a General Grievous body. And he's been uh, in league to replace uh, Vader. He's like basically Palpatine's next in line, and he's using he's and um, he's using uh, uh, Afra. He was actually tracking Afra uh, and her whereabouts to find where Vader was and find Luke. So Carbon is there to get Luke, and basically. Okay, if I get Luke Skywalker, bring him back to the Emperor, and basically fuck Vader. Yeah, so basically you know, Vader, Luke is Vader's a, is a huge MacGuffin in this whole story. Basically, everybody's yeah, looking for yeah. him. So, yeah. uh, so Commander Carbon is basically there to get. He's not not only there to get get Luke. He's not there to kill Vader. Yeah. Yeah, because basically you're my biggest competition. If I get you out the way, I can be the new apprentice. So basically, he's there to kill Vader. Uh, and he's got a whole bunch of other like stormtroopers and elite troopers there with him. Vader just waves his hand and just knocks all those other guys away. Like, no, you're not touching Leia because they were there to get Leia. Also, like, you're not touching Leia. She's mine. And that's when Calamar, uh, not Calamar, uh, Commander Carbon, you know, does his robot General Grievous thing for swords. Now, Eli, let me ask you this: I saw a purple lightsaber. There's only one Jedi with a purple lightsaber. Oh, oh. Did they okay. ever mention specifically that that was Mace Windu's lightsaber? I have not heard anything. I have not heard anything. Okay, I saw it, and I was just like, hmm. Anyway, maybe I'm overthinking it. But anyway, Commander Carbon pulls out four lightsabers. He's like, I got four lightsabers to your one. Basically, like, I don't give a shit. I'm the Dark Lord of the Sith. I'm the Lord of Darkness, you know. So they fight and shit like that. They fight all the time. Uh, they fight all the way into, like, this Jedi Temple. They keep fighting and shit. But like I said, since they're in the Jedi Temple and the Jedi Ghost 
keep talking to Vader, they keep distracting him. So this guy that he normally could have beat the shit out of is actually, you know, holding his own because Vader's distracted all these ghosts in his head. Uh, and while they're fighting, Leia has the drop on. She's like, I can just shoot this dude to the back of the head and just be done with it. And, be, and that's it, you know. But that's when uh, C-3PO, with no arms, <laughs> you know, finds R2-D2. Like, R2-D2, what the fuck are you doing, man? You just, you, you should, like, you just letting everybody get the ass whooped? You're not telling me? So he's trying to call Princess Leia. He's telling Princess Leia what's going on. Leia, you got to save us. You got to help us. Uh, because we've got to tell you that Luke actually gets kidnapped by the Empire. Or by Commander Carbon's uh, crew. So Luke's, he tells her, Luke's been kidnapped. Uh, Han Solo about to get his head ripped off by Black Chrysanthemum. Uh, Chewie's been knocked the fuck out. But worst of all, worse than any of that, I don't have any arms. <laughs> so <laughs> you got to help us. And and, Lo, and Leia's just like, and see, Leia has a flashback of her of Alderaan getting destroyed. She's like, I can, I got to choose between Vader and my friends because i can kill vader right now and be done with it yeah and vader's like getting they're battling in the distance so there's all this mist and dust and so she doesn't have a clear shot she wants to shoot but then c-3po is like you got to help us so she's like torn between vengeance and helping her friends right so but here's the thing right before because she gets a flashback of alderaan getting destroyed she's like okay i gotta shit up but since she's in this jedi temple also now maybe it's the way i interpret it eli she gets a force oh, yeah. vision I Probably, think she gets, yeah, yeah. That, that's why I, I, I think she gets a force. Yeah. She gets a force yeah. vision of Han, Luke, and Chewie all dead. She was like, "Oh shit! If I do this, they're dead." Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. There's that panel right there. Yeah, yeah. That's why I interpret it as a force vision. So, so she hears, uh, you know, C three PO in the back of her ear. She like, "Fuck." Okay, so she while that Vader is fighting Commander Carbon and stuff like that, she puts a blaster back in her in her holster and she tells C three C three O. Do just whatever you do, do something. Stop him from beating the stop Black Cranston from beating the fuck out of everybody until I get there. At least try to save him. And C3P like, you want me to stop a killer Wookiee <laughs> that's beat the shit out of everybody? Like, okay, I'll try to do something. So C3PO walks over to Black Black Cranston from a distance, you know, he social distancing. He sees him about to pop Han Solo's head bite off, and he just asks him, uh, Black Cranston, uh, can you not kill my friends? You know? If you don't mind. And he just puts Han Solo down. He's like, CR2, I told you we could just talk him down. While he's saying that, Black Cranston punches a hole through C3PO. <laughs> but when he punches a hole through him, apparently he he punches, he gets like a, a electric shock to him because he punches one of his uh electric whatever. So Black Cranston yeah. shocks himself by punching C3PO. So he's out and C3PO is out. And C3PO is like, even though he's got a hole punch, he's like, damn, I didn't expect that shit to work. You know? <laughs> uh, so he's done. Uh, Han Solo wakes up. Chewie is groggy, but he finally gets to his feet. But when they both and both get to their feet, that's when they see uh, Dr. Afra. Dr. Afra, like, y'all might not want to move anymore because while y'all were knocked out, I planted landmines all over your feet. So what I'm going to do is that I'm going to get the uh, Luke Skywalker, and he's coming with me. And while she's doing and and they're just asking him, like, hold up. So you working with Vader? Like, do you really know what's going on with everything? Oh, you don't have no idea how much I knew. And while she's talking, she gets punched in the face by Leia, who just knocks her clean the fuck out. And Leia's just like, oh, well, if you know so much, you're about to tell us. Get on the ship. Let's go. <laughs> you know. Uh, oh, you skipped the part where... Uh, I did skip the part. What did uh, I skip? Where, where Vader kills uh, 
Carter. Oh yeah, that was a climax. It was a climax. Yeah. So yeah. because that's I, that, that, this actually before that happened. So uh, yeah. Well, well, what's her face? Afra comes down and like distracts, like takes out on her ship, takes out that cliff that they were fighting on. Yeah, because and, Vader's able to uh, get Carbon exactly on a bridge, and Afra just drops her entire ship right on him. Um, so he's pinned down. Carbon can't go anywhere. And then Vader just stands over and Carmen's like, you really want the boy that bad, huh? This isn't about him blowing up the Death Star, is it? And Vader's like, you'll never know. And he just chops his head off. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's it for him. Uh, and then that's when he tells Afra, look, I, I won't kill you if you get the boy back for me. So that's yeah. when she goes off and do that. Uh, but then that's when Leia punches her. They put Afra on the ship. And that's when they all load up on the Millennium Falcon. They're like, okay, we need to get the hell off this planet. Uh, because... Carbon's just gonna send more guys out there. We can get off this planet, then we'll be okay. So they managed to get off the planet, and Vader just watched them fly away, and that's the end. Why Vader didn't go after anything? Will that explain another book, Eli? Or he just watches them fly away? Well, yeah, his well, his fucking Tie Fighters all fucked up. But yeah, so he yeah. How, how does he ever get off the planet? I guess he just steals another one. Well, just well, the Imperials know where he is now. You know, I mean, the uh, Carbon showed up. So there's a bunch of Imperials there now, and so he's just going to go fall back. You know, hey, it's me, Vader. I'm here. Gotcha. Um, so since the Imperials know, the Imperials know about Vegas Vaz or Vars, Vargas Vaz, yeah. I guess the Rebels just have to, now they occupy yeah. their planet, so the Rebels have to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. And find a new base. And then, okay. Yeah. And then Vader takes on Silo, which is, oh, man, that Silo story arc is dope. That's where he takes on a bunch of robot Jedi shit, a robot Rancor. Oh, it's it, it's this this series was dope. The Star Wars Vader, the Vader book was one of my favorite arcs out of all these comics. I, I, I'll be honest with you, I wasn't. I was. I had low expectations for this book when you told me about it, Eli. Uh, when you told me because, like I said, with all licensed products, you're just like, it can't be that good. But then I started looking at the talent that was on this book. Oh, uh, Diodato, you got Jason Aaron. Yeah, this yeah. is like their heavy. Marvel put their heavy hitters on this book. So they yeah. weren't just like some shit they were just cranking out. They were like, no, make us a good Star Wars book. Make us a classic that, you know, that will stand the test of time. And they pulled it off and was like, damn, dude, you got Jason yeah. Aaron writing this shit? Okay. Uh, Karen, like Karen, Star- even uh, Karen Gillian. He's the guy that pretty much like rebooted the Marvel cosmic universe after Jim Starlin. You know, uh, Annihilation Wave and Roar the Red. That was all him. Guardians of the Galaxy and all that shit like that. That was him. You know. Yeah. Um. I like, yeah, Star Wars and Vader were on my pull list for like a couple years. You yeah. Know? I, I mean, they were just, you know, like I said, this is before Force Awakens came out. Star Wars hype was just getting coming back. And um, yeah, the, I stayed stayed with Star Wars to like 20 something. Yeah. Not, not a thing and then I, yeah. And then I jumped back in like issue 50 or 40 or five or something. So I, 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 I would come back to it periodically. But the Vader books have always been consistently pretty good. You know, especially this one, the Vader, and then the whole Vader down. This was like about a year after it came out, and the Vader book was already awesome. And then this series, like, it was just, everyone was talking about it, you know. <laughs> I mean, this shit was awesome. I mean, because let, let's take about, let's take, let's, we always shit on Marvel, or not us, but like other comic book fans shit on Marvel as far as the comic book wise. Now, and everybody wants to say that Marvel makes shit books, but they really don't. I mean, you got the X Men line. You got Immortal Hulk. Uh, mm-hmm. It's another one, another good one I'm missing. I, mean, I, I love the Thor run going on right now with Donny Cates. Uh, 
I'm I'm fucking digging the Punisher. The Punisher, <laughs> right? So they, they got some good shit. You can whatever yeah. Daredevil book you, even though I not I don't read Daredevil. Anytime you hook up Daredevil, oh, books, I, oh good. yeah, Souls Souls uh, was that Charles Souls right? Charles Daredevil. That, I was reading that for a while. Yeah. Right. So the thing is, so Marvel does have some 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 good product they're still putting out right now. But that's in 2020. Let's back to 2015. Eli, let's be honest. In 2015, Marvel putting out shit. This was that all new, all different this initiative. Right, this is right. This is, I remember this came out. Well, not this book, but Star Wars came out right around Secret Wars. Yeah. So, which I thought was cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, but you'd have to read every single book Jonathan Hickman yeah. ever read, yeah, I mean, ever yeah. written to understand what the fuck's going on in that book. <laughs> yeah. The Red Wolf book wasn't so great, but. <laughs> <laughs> Occupy Avengers. Yeah. But, uh, but. Yeah, I mean that, but that that actual uh, Secret Wars book was good, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean I can't say I was reading a lot of what was I? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, Star Wars was one of my main books at the time. That, that's what I'm yeah, saying because if you go back and run like the circa Marvel 2015, 2017, this Star Wars book versus everything that's put out there, this is way better than anything they were putting out back then, which I wasn't expecting. I was like, this came from Marvel. Like the know. death of Wol- the death of Wolverine had just happened like a few months before that. And, yeah. And yeah. So, but they were just my was just cranking out just anything around the time. But I was yeah. like, they it's, it's it almost feels like like they put all their main focus in the Star Wars when they got it. They don't they weren't fucking around with this, so it makes sense why this was you know the best selling book of last decade. You know. Yeah. Especially with this run because yeah. it made me be like, damn, this is like a really Eli, I was into this story. Like I said, I wouldn't I had low expectations, but I got into it. I had to reread it again while playing the John Williams orchestra, you know, theme <laughs> song behind it. You know, like they really get immersed with the story of it. And uh, this came out and this came out like around the summertime. So as I recall, like we had Force Awakens, you know, and everyone was lost, oh, Star Wars is back, it's awesome again. And then Vader Down came out around the summer. So that yeah. was like the summer blockbuster in the comics. And then I think Rogue One came out. So it was like this, this was the glory days. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, look, if, like you're, if you're a Star Wars fan, now, like, like I said, I pretty much just follow the movies. I don't follow the extra stuff. But if you're a Star Wars fan, this is a must read. Yeah. I, I feel I this is a must read. Not, not saying that it enhances the lore or, you know, it's canonical. It's just a, just a good ass story. Just a fun ass story. You yeah. want to see these characters? You like doing fun shit they're doing, and some uh, the characters exactly acting how they're supposed to. You want to see Vader just just be Vader? Yeah. It's this book. If if you tell me, okay, like let's say I've never heard of Darth Vader before. Okay, I have a cyborg Ronin in space with Magneto powers. Okay, <laughs> give yeah. me that. Yeah, you like really glossed over the bat when he's down on the planet and he takes out that whole squadron of infantry. Rebel it, it, it infantry was awesome. I, I did. I glossed over it. <laughs> he's like fucking taking out all these soldiers. They're like tanks are shooting like tank blaster bolts at Vader and Vader's chopping them with his lightsaber. I, I think he he's, force controls one of their air turrets yeah, and shoots down the yeah, planes. You know, he pulls off the yeah, he pulls off a gun off a fucking uh tank and shoots the fucking y wings coming in <laughs> right <laughs> like he, he like, activated force- like he tells them to put their weapons down and he won't kill them like even though he's surrounded yeah. by the entire fucking planet yeah he does that like that fucking last airbend like that fucking avatar earthbending shit he lifts a bunch of rocks 
Right, and was just like throwing them, you know, like force throwing them through the planes and shit. Yeah, he's like totally badass in this book. And that's that's the funny thing about it because, like I said, Vader is a bad guy. Vader is a villain. But like I said, when you see him surrounded by these guys, you're waiting for him to fuck these guys up. You like you don't yeah. want him to hurt like the main characters like Luke and Leia stuff like that. When Leia when he gets in contact with Leia, you're like, oh, you're scared. But against these just red shirt, no name rebel guys, like you want to please Vader, fuck these guys up. <laughs> you know? And everybody, everybody is like having a fight. You got the two Wookiee fights. You got, you know, the droid, the killer droids trying to kill C3PO and R2. You got that going on. You know, you got, you know, and then you know, when Carbon shows up, you get Vader in that lightsaber battle. You get all this cool-ass action. Everybody has their moment to shine. Yeah. I mean, cause think, it, it almost feels like Vader was the hero of the story. Almost. Kind of, yeah. Kind of. I mean. Yeah, because he's, he's after his, he is in, basically, this is like the story that kind of brings him out of that funk that he's in, in yeah. his own series, because he got demoted. He's trying to, like, He's doing all these secret dealings. He knows the emperor is trying to replace him. He's trying to like do all, keep everything under the table. You know, he's hiring all these bounty hunters and crooks and Afra to do all this shady shit for him. But then he's also got to like, you know, erase all evidence of it too. So he's like, really, really like, yeah, this is like the lowest he's ever, one of the low, a very, he's at a very low point. I'm going to say it's the lowest he's ever been. You know, right. Mustafar after. Obi-Wan whipping his ass is pretty bad. <laughs> but, you know, he's at a low point, and this is like the transition where he comes out of it. He kills fucking Carbon. You know, he knows who Luke is now, mm-hmm. and basically everything's coming up Millhouse for him all of a sudden. You know, and this is like launches into where he goes after Silo and those robots. You know, and that's where, he, you know, and you, you basically see the, you know, Vader becoming a badass again. And that's what I, that's what I was like, wow, you know, because I, I, you know, I have my 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 thing with the prequels is they turn Vader into a bitch. You know, Anakin is such a whiny bitch in those movies. You know, he doesn't, he's not at all like the like Empire Strikes Back Vader. But like, see, I, he, I, he, here's the thing: we have different opinions on that because you're saying he turned to a whiny bitch. But me, since I was rooting for Vader in his story, I did connect him with Anakin in those old movies. You well, know, yes, because yeah. the comics, yes, the comics, and you know, watching the Clone Wars, you get to see those those dramatic weight and actions that okay i can understand that now you know because you watch attack of the clones that 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 kid and, I hate and, saying, Empire, right. and empire strikes back vader those aren't the two guys. right <laughs> i cannot believe that this kid this whiny little bitch grows up to be this badass motherfucker you know <laughs> so that's where the comics and the shows come in and fill in those gaps so that's what I like. And I keep telling people, it's like, if you're just watching the movies, yeah, you're going to think Star Wars sucks. Right. But it's shit like this. It's shit like these stories, shit like that. What's going on in the Clone Wars right now. These are some of the coolest Star Wars like stories ever, you know. And that's what keeps me being a fan. Where I mean, when I finally go, I finally go see a movie mm-hmm. that's yet, yeah, that, that's not exactly what I want to see. I don't hate it as much <laughs> <laughs> because you're mostly invested into the story. Now, my thing yeah. is, if, if Eli, like I said, if you're telling me the rest of the Star Wars Invader run is as good as this, I'm going to go back and read it. Yeah. Read up to like I ended up dropping like Vader, the Vader series ended and then they got a new team and then they went. That's when they went back to the, the Castle Vader, which is also a good run, too. Mm-hmm. So 
We don't. It doesn't continue. It's cool. We, we they did Castlevania, didn't we? We reviewed that. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I read that. Yeah, and so, um, but the Star Wars run just keeps going on and on. And so I dropped it after twenty something issues, but then I came back to it. You know, but now they're doing the new Star Wars run, which is between Empire and Jedi now. So it's like they're they keep doing these different runs. But yeah, the first twenty something issues of Star Wars is really cool, and it it, it, it coincides with uh, with the Vader book. Yeah. So yeah, that, like I said, they put was, they put the heavy hitters on this book. They, yeah. It's not you know they didn't half ass with this. Jason Aaron was writing. Diodato only drew I think this story arc though. Oh, did he? Okay, because Diodato's yeah. art is is beautiful on this book. That's, yeah. Uh, but I, the way, honestly, just, when he the way he was drawing Doctor Afra, that made me fall in love with her. I'm like she's <laughs> evil, but damn. <laughs> yeah. Um. Who was doing the? Uh, I can't remember who was doing that. The the first Star Wars books. It was Jason Sean, Aaron Cassidy, and Cassidy, Cassidy, Cassidy. Yeah, yeah. He's the guy that did the Ultimates. Yeah, he he's great too. He's great too. Yeah. So the art, the art in these books are always cool. Most most mostly the art in most of the Star Wars books were cool. You know, some of them get a little, you know, like you know, like the Princess Leia art looked kind of like anime or manga. You know, you mm-hmm. know that where they kind of deviate. But the main books, the main Star Wars and Darth Vader books, have always been. Good. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and the thing I like about this story, like you just brought up Leia, I, I like what they did with because Leia had an arc in this story. She wasn't yeah. a damsel in distress. They wouldn't rescue her. Matter of fact, she rescued them, you know, yeah. but she had to choose between like duty and vengeance, you know, and, and the she, safety of their friends. She had to choose between that. She is a soldier in this book. Yeah. She and it's, it's an interesting soldier. take. It's something that you never got from the movie. Like yeah. they, they hint in, in the movies, but you never really see it. Because the thing is between. Uh, a New Hope and Empire Strike Back, they pretty much imply that a lot of shit happened in between, but we never see it. Yeah. You know, but it's just yeah. part of that. So, awesome. So, book, yeah, I, I'm glad. Yeah, I thought, because I, I read it the other day and I was like, oh, yeah, I remember, I, 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 I forgot how good it was. Yeah. I just remember it being cool, but I hadn't read it since then. So, going back and rereading it, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this. And, oh, yeah. And then I went and grabbed some of the, uh, the older, like the earlier stuff, the earlier Vader uh, story arcs, and it's like, oh yeah, Silo, and you know, like, oh yeah, I, I, it's, it's just really cool to go back and you know reread it and just remember, you know, how great this, great and fun this this book was. <laughs> I mean, this was some of Marvel's best stuff of last decade. I mean, like, damn, where was Marvel with the rest of the books? You know, yeah, and it's 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 funny because you see the characters. You know, for and I, I understand people who go to last see the last Jedi and they want to see, you know, Luke be a Superman and you know, Jedi Jesus and do all this cool, you know, OP shit. Right. I understand because you get to see him do that shit in the comics. You get to see Luke do all the cool, awesome magneto superhero shit that you know that you want to see him do in the movies. Right. So I understand that need, you know, and that disappointment, you know. Yeah, because, yeah, I read the books and I see Luke doing all this illish shit. I see Vader doing all this illish shit that I've never seen him do in the movies, you know? Right. Except in Rogue One. Except know? in Rogue One. That scene yeah. was fucking, <laughs> that was a horror yeah. movie. Yeah. yeah, that, you know, and that's where, that's where I get the, I was, okay, the movies, that's, the movies are for families. Yeah. But, but well, I mean, that's like the scene yeah. in Rogue One was basically like, like the, the scene in this book was the scene in Rogue One cranked up to 11, like on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you should have seen the last episode of the Clone Wars where Darth Maul oh, did shit. that shit. 
<laughs> Darth Maul had a Rogue One scene, basically. It was awesome. Damn, okay. <laughs> but oh. yeah, I mean, that's why, I mean, the books are for the hardcore fans. You know, like, you get to see everybody be the cool badass you always wanted. You get to see the, the heads getting chopped off and all the violence you don't get to see in the movie. Right, because they you got to say PG why, yeah. is made by Disney, so comics yeah. they don't look weekly close enough. So you can just do whatever you want, you know. Yeah. Uh, so Vader taking out a whole squadron of rebels, sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Man, yeah, awesome book. Like I said, if you're a Star Wars fan, just do yourself a favor. Even if you're not a Star Wars fan, pick up this book. We recommend Vader Down. It's a five issue, no six issue run, six issue run. You don't, I even though. Uh, Eli read all the stuff leading up to it to let him know these. I didn't read any of that stuff, but I was mm-hmm. still able to catch up and understand everything that was going on. There was nothing I felt like, oh, what's going on over there? I it, it catches you up pretty quickly. So you can just read this six issue arc and you're fine, you're good. You don't even yeah. have to know who the main Star Wars characters are. The book tells you that who they are, yeah. You know? Even when like Carbon shows up at that in like issue three or four, you're like, who the fuck is this, right. But they, you, let you know. but you get the you get the idea. Okay, yeah. bad guy. <laughs> yeah, you know, and he explains. He's like, "Hey, Vader, you've fallen into my trap. I'm here to take you out, and you know, and bring our prize back to the Emperor. And you're done. And you yeah. get you you get the history in just a couple panels. Right, like I said, like <laughs> I, I've never heard of Commander Carbon before, but I get the point. He is a yeah. asshole bad guy. Vader needs to kill. Boom. Yeah. All the other shit is superficial, but that's the main thing. Vader needs to kill this asshole. So. Mm-hmm. So, because, like I said, technically, in this book, Vader is a anti-hero slash hero slash whatever, so he needs a yeah. bad guy to fight also. So Yeah, he's the protagonist. Yeah, basically, he's the protagonist of the story. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, this is... I can't keep talking about this, but I wanted to read it again. I may want to go back and read the other books. I'm excited for it. So, uh, <laughs> I think we I think we talked about this long. Like I said, it's May the 4th. It's time to celebrate May the 4th. If I was off, I would watch every single Star Wars movie that is one from the beginning just from one to nine or four to nine, whatever the fuck is out right now and just get it in, you know, get a feel for it. You know, cause that's, that's what yeah. I do. Um, next week is the big book. We've been dreading. We've actually been, we've actually been playing this book for like the last three weeks and shit keeps coming up. So we put it off. I'm kind of regretting. Didn't I suggest this too? It was my idea. Now I I'm think like, so. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's do kingdom come. You know, so, <laughs> so for those that have never heard of King, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about kingdom come next week. But if, if you, cause I've been looking at the numbers, like I said, this is May the 4th. I looked at the numbers of April and it seems like a lot of the listeners seem to like us doing these old throwback books and stuff like that. So we're just going to keep it going as long as we can. Now keep in mind the, the comics come back like the new comics come back on may 27th that's when marvel has already uh they put a specific date on it we don't know what we're gonna do around the time we may just hop on those new books but we'll see how it goes from there but until then we're gonna keep this train going where we kind of do these old backlog of books also so next week kingdom come and we'll just kind of keep you in the pipeline of what's going on from there so yeah if you listen this long definitely like share and subscribe we got our other podcasts uh eli name all your 15 other podcasts you have going on uh, Geek Savs, mm-hmm. do the Riddle of Steel, which is a Conan the Barbarian podcast with Ogar and Logos. Um, and then, well, the last episode of the Clone Wars is tomorrow, so only one more episode of my Clone Wars podcast where I'm just reviewing the new episodes. So that'll be done um, after tomorrow. Um, and that's it. And then this, right? And then this. And, and then Fun Time Explosion, Super Fun Time and Explosion. Whenever, yeah, whenever that's, but that's just fun. We that's just, just fun. Like, we, we don't yeah. plan for it. Yeah. Hell, we don't even know if we're going to be on it. 
yeah. but whatever happens, just yesterday. just spontaneous, spontaneous stuff will happen. Uh, we I also can't have- believe yesterday I, I like right because I, I I jumped in the conversation and you guys were talking about like Mad Max and the Road Warrior, and then I went back and was listening to it before I got there. And yeah. you guys were talking about Braveheart. Somebody was, a bunch of people were saying they didn't like Braveheart. I'm like, oh, well, if I you had know, been there. Well, you know, Triple Six said he, or whatever his name is, said he didn't like, uh, what was it he said he didn't like? Mel Gibson. So you oh. pretty much like, he hate all Mel Gibson movies, period. Oh, so I was like, oh, if I had been in that, if I had been in there when that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like Braveheart? What are you, a commie? <laughs> <laughs> you hate freedom? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh, we also had Wrestling Council. They're still recording, doing stuff. Uh, like I said, Boogie and Eli are like neck and neck, trying to see who can crank out more podcasts a week than others. So he got a, he got more podcasts than I can think of. Uh, Hoodoo TV, Get Valiant. I don't know what Get Valiant is doing because there's no comics out. So I don't know. That... Yeah. Well, Ogar, yeah, like I said, Ogar is doing uh, the Riddle of Steel with me. So right, he's on Riddle of Steel with you. So I guess he's doing something to pass the time till Valiant comes back. Um. Yeah. Yeah, and that's it. Like I said, we got our dance call full. The moment this podcast ends, I'm jumping on Kingdom Comes and kind of like dissect that book because it is a deep, dense, you know, narrative. I got to like set, I got to like set a goal. Okay, an issue a day, at least one issue a day. (laughs) (laughs) Can't just overwhelm yourself at one time. It's not an easy read. So, Uh, yeah, hopefully y'all like it. You get to see what we look like. Uh, Like I said, we have a face for radio. So if you. If you like for us to keep doing this, or you hate our ugly ass faces, then let us know that too, and we would just go back to what we we're doing before, uh, where YouTube marks is a spam. But if you like this, definitely leave a comment. Yeah, let us know. I'm getting if you all want... self conscious and shit. Yeah, yeah I, I don't give a fuck. You see what I'm doing right now? I'm looking like the Black Wolverine, so I don't care. I can't see you. Remember, I can't see you. I, I... Really? You can't? I'm, I'm standing. You're like 50 foot tall in my face right now. Yo, man, remember you said it was something and you said I wasn't going to be able to see you? So I haven't been able to see you the whole time, man. Oh, shit. I'm, okay. I'm, look, I'm looking at my ugly ass the whole time. <laughs> so we're just going to be shocked as hell when we just play this back. Hopefully this comes out fine. So, uh, yeah, like I said, we'll wrap this up. Oh, definitely listen to Comic Cast last episode. Very interesting. That's all I can say. I was like, who the hell did they get for this show? So it was a very interesting. I, I I heard a bunch. I heard a little bit about it. And I was like, "Damn, okay." Yeah. Uh, not not right now. I got. <laughs> yeah, I thought we were supposed to be the edgy ones. <laughs> I was like, I was like, okay, I, I, I'm up to I'm up to wait till later to listen. <laughs> yeah, Boogie, like hold my beer. <laughs> uh, until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. And may the force be with you. You will not sue us, Disney. Fuck you. <laughs>